stereotypes are steeped in bigotry. Those which are negative are typically used by people to sustain the bigoted walls that they hide behind. Others, though, can serve as a filter through which we make life or death decisions to protect ourselves and those around us. The point that I'm trying to make is that each thing that people see me do, what they see me wear, and what they hear me say, fosters a mental picture of who I am. Through the veil of another person's biases and stereotypes, I have an identity, and this identity becomes my reputation. I am the person that I want people to see. This second identity can either build up or tear down my reputation. Certainly, I want to have a positive reputation. I want to be respected, but respect is something earned. To foster that sense of respect, I continuously reassess myself and the things that I do. I work hard to project myself as a person that people can trust and respect. I didn't say that I want or even try to get everyone to like me. That is a different issue altogether. What I want is for people to see me as the person that I see in myself. I am also the person that God sees. God has no veil of bias to cloud His judgment. He sees into our hearts, He knows our minds, and He knows us for who we really are. God judges what we do against what He wants us to do, and that is why I continuously reassess myself. I want to be the person God wants me to be, and that is the person I want to project myself as to others. With regards to the person that we want to project ourselves as to others, is the fact that we may have to overcome the problem of people making rash judgments about us. When we meet a new person, they only see us as who we are today. They have no idea what you or I have gone through to get to this point. As this book transitioned from an initial concept in my mind to words on paper, Maria read part of my draft and asked me why I would share such personal information so openly. Pointedly, she asked me why I would work so hard and spend so much time sharing things that were mentally draining and which left me financially devastated and emotionally overwhelmed. As I told her, you can find my answer in two passages of Scripture, John 4 and Isaiah 6. In the New Testament, the Gospel of John recounts the story of Jesus meeting a Samaritan woman by a well. Jesus instructs her to go and bring back her husband to meet with him. The ensuing dialogue reveals that the woman had already been married five times, and by the time she met Jesus, she was living with another man who was not her husband. Obviously, we can construe that this woman's life was not above reproach. Yet, Jesus used this woman's past to bring about change in her community. The first part of my answer is that I believe that Jesus has called me to share my story, to use my past and my failures for His glory. Next, in a passage from the Old Testament, Isaiah records a vision he had of God and how he came to be one of God's prophets. Isaiah envisioned himself in heaven listening to God call for a volunteer to serve as his messenger. He wrote, Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom shall I send as a messenger to my people? Who will go? And I said, Lord, I'll go. Send me. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. Isaiah volunteered to be the one who would call people back into a right way of living. The second part of my answer is that to see change happen, someone has to take action. Not only do I believe that there is a reason for why I went through the things that I've experienced, I believe that I need to take action and speak out about them. 
Herein, I hope to share effectively and clearly some of the things I've experienced, as well as some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. There is an easy way to learn a lesson. In my opinion, it is easier and much less painful to learn from the mistakes of others. Therefore, if you read scripture and accept it as truth, its message is that each of us is obligated to reach out and help other people. That is what I'm attempting to do. The basis of this book comes most notably from my experiences as a professional soldier and the difficulties that my chosen career has created in my personal life. I believe the struggles that I've faced in marriage and the lessons I learned will provide a unique view and understanding of what it means to persevere. I unapologetically reference my Christian faith throughout this book. For without my faith in God and my belief that He has a plan for me, I would have done some things differently out of anger or frustration. Over the years, I acquired various coping mechanisms to deal with the betrayals I faced, the battles I fought, and the lingering issues of a contested...